welcome to the Joyful Health Show. I'm your host, Casey Schuler, mom, personal trainer, and Bible study author. And I'm here to help you discover joyful health by grace. Hey, Joyful Health friends. Welcome to another episode of the Joyful Health Show. And the general theme for this season is reaching out and growing up, equipping the saints for the work of the ministry for the building up of the body of Christ. This comes from Ephesians 4.12. So to build you up today, our topic is rushed to rest assured, strategies to prioritize the health habits that matter. So this topic comes from a lot of personal experience and just kind of what I hear um, generally is something that we struggle with. We struggle with, with hurry, um, with hustle culture and getting all of the things done. This is something in my personal life that is hard for me. And I have noticed myself feeling pushed or rushed in my thoughts. And I thought, is this, is this from the Lord? Um, and when I, go outside, for example, and I see the birds flying and going to and fro and getting the food that they need and singing songs, I think they are not rushed. The animals um, outside, the birds, the trees, um, even the wind, nature does not live in a state of hurry. And then I think about Jesus, who is the perfect human, and I think, did Jesus ever hurry. I think that he was quick to love, but um, the Bible talks about God having his own type of speed and that we cannot count God's timing as slowness, um, as as we count slowness, but he fulfills his promises. So I wanted to kind of discuss how, how do we get all the things done when it comes to our health? When we have a really busy, full life, how do we make time for exercise and for these things that we know are good for us and that we want to prioritize? How do we make time for them? And we know as Christians, we don't make time. We know that the Lord has made time, that um, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We will not rush around and be hurried in it. <laughs> so how do we practically live this out? How do we make time for the things that do matter? Um, how do we take care of ourselves in a way that... Um, that our life is marked by one of trust, of that quiet assurance of knowing that God is taking care of us, just like he takes care of the birds outside. Um, he does provide for them. They do have to go get their food and maybe underground. Um, they have to work for it. And so this does not mean we don't have to do some work. So hopefully this episode will kind of help you think through some things of how to Work in a way that you can structure your life um, in a way that you're not feeling rushed. Um, I know I'm working on this too. So the scripture that will frame our time together is Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1. For everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. Okay, let me say that again. For everything, there is a season, a time for every matter under heaven. So if it is important, there is a time for that. You don't have to feel like you have to do all of the things right this very moment. There is a time for every matter under heaven. 
And our role is to start to discern what those times and seasons are and step into them. And then Ecclesiastes 3.12, if you want to read Ecclesiastes 3, it's wonderful, but it kind of talks about the times Um, for different matters under heaven. But Ecclesiastes 3.12 says, I perceive that there is nothing better for them than to be joyful and to do good as long as they live. Also that everyone should eat and drink and take pleasure in all his toil. This is God's gift to man. So with our time, it's God's gift to us to number one, be joyful and number two, to do good as long as we live. And we don't know how long we will live. So we don't want to live in a state of, um, of fear and fear that we won't be able to do the things that are important to us because well, really God only guarantees us this present moment. We don't have tomorrow as not guaranteed to us. So how can we live today? in a way that we feel present. So I also am basing this off of um, February's membership workshop, which is live what you love, build life-giving rhythms and relationships that work for you. So this is a little bit of a teaser for that longer workshop where we will be digging more into some of those life-giving rhythms, including taking a Sabbath. Um, What does that look like and how does it inform the rest of your week? Okay, so that's just a sneak preview, but let's get into it. I love um, being able to have an acronym. This one doesn't spell a word, but it's PTAAA. So P stands for priorities, number one. Ask yourself, what is important to you? Being able to ask yourself what is important to you really is asking the question, who am I? (laughs) If you identify as a responsible person, for example, then being responsible would be important to you. Or you can ask it in a third-party way as you can say, what would a responsible person do for their health? Would they be, would they make time to exercise, to um, eat food that, that is adequate in a way that um, nourishes them all day long? Um, so that they are not cranky and so that they can love people well. Um, or being able to ask, who do I admire? What kind of person are they? And what kinds of habits do they engage in? How are they showing by their life and habits and time, talents, resources, what matters to them? And in the same way, we can kind of display um, God's glory by what we engage in and what we do. And I know as Christians, we want to truly honor God with our life and in everything that we do. And, you know, thinking about Jesus as a person that we admire, um, he didn't rush around. I think about even when Lazarus was dying, this was a matter of life and death. I would think that he would be running full speed to Lazarus to go and heal him immediately. But what did he do on the way? He healed another woman. Lazarus ended up dying. So is this the end of the story? Did Jesus have his priorities wrong? Well, we can probably answer that. (laughs) The answer is no. Um, He said that he was always looking to what the father was doing and listening to what the spirit was telling him. 
So that is a huge part of walking by the spirit of knowing what are our priorities in any given moment. Um, and that's to be connected with the father, with the spirit, um, to understand what the son is doing. And so in that we can really prioritize the things that are, that are God's priorities. Okay. And number two, this goes right along with the priorities is to trust, to understand what those priorities are for you and then trust that God will provide. So, you know, I think about that story with Jesus and Lazarus and his priorities are life. He does not want anyone to perish, but that all should have life through him. And so if his priority was to love Lazarus and Mary and Martha, his sisters, he also trusted the father and, and we can know by the end of that story, what happened (laughs) and that, um, it was so that God could be glorified in life and in death that they would, that Martha would see that Jesus truly is the resurrection and the life when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. So being able to trust God sometimes is pretty difficult. Um, but going back to that story of Jesus and understanding, okay, his priority was to love people and love people on the way. And he trusted God with the results. And, um, and so allowed his power to work along the way, you know, with that woman who was bleeding for years and years, he was able to heal her too. So let's take it down to a very, um, maybe more mundane, practical example in one of our own lives. So for me, one of my health priorities um, a few years ago, or maybe it was just two years ago, was to get better sleep. I really loved waking up early because I love that time. I wanted to prioritize that um, morning time that was uninterrupted where I could exercise. Um, I could really get the day going. I could do it with friends. And so I would wake up five or five 30 and then be working out by five 45 or six and then have time with friends, work out, um, shower. But I found that I could not go to sleep on time or in a way that I could get enough sleep no matter how hard I tried. I did this for years. And then, so I knew I wanted to prioritize sleep and I had to trust God with the results. And I said, I am going to take a break from morning fitness And I didn't know yet when I would get movement in because, you know, I had small children and they, kids need you. And so it's hard to do an uninterrupted time of exercise or with friends, um, with kids during the day. I wasn't sure yet when that time would happen or how God would provide. Um, but I knew what I needed and then I trusted the Lord and, you know, I've found some different windows of time now and kind of rearrange my schedule, um, to fit that. So what are your health priorities? Um, do you trust God to provide? Um, do you trust God with those limits, whether it's providing time, um, or other resources, being able to understand what you need and, and allowing God to be the provider of that need is a huge part of not feeling rushed and not feeling like, ah, I want to do all the things right now. And I can't. Um, and this is a way that you can feel rest assured. Okay. So PT and let's get into the first a, (laughs) so a, the first a is assertiveness. 
So once you're able to surrender your plans to the Lord's priorities, to trust him with provision, be assertive with those boundaries. Lean on what you know to be true. Um, guard your heart for from it flows the springs of living water or the springs of life. Um, Jesus is the living water. So for me, I couldn't keep up with what I used to do. And I knew that to, to be true. I needed to lean in to some of those limits, to some of those limits in, and to embrace that. Um, so, you know, I would say, hey, I need to go to sleep. Um, I feel tired. So we'll connect in the morning. Or I can't get all these emails done. I will set that boundary and say, I will respond to you within 48 business hours. And that gives me space and time where I have communicated that because I identify as a responsible person. I want to be responsive. <laughs> I want to be responsive to others. But if I'm not responsive to my own needs, then I'm not truly um, able to let God's um, power be made perfect in my weakness. So, you know, when you feel disconnected, maybe you need to go to a workout class with people. And hey, kids, you're coming with me. I know you don't want to go, but it's going to be great. <laughs> so having those priorities, trusting God with the provision and trusting that it's going to work out and it's going to be good because going back to that Ecclesiastes verse, um, there is nothing better for us to be joyful and to do good as long as we live. Okay. And then let's see. So how do you need to be maybe a little bit assertive when it comes to some of those boundaries um, and communicating some of those boundaries and understanding what you need? And if you have kids, it's a way to model to say like, hey, when you need something, say what you need. We're going to trust that God will provide even if we don't know the answer yet. And then we're going to say that. We're going to verbalize that. We're going to... Um, set some limits and, um, so that we can make space. Okay. Let's see. Awareness. This is the second A. So priorities, trust, assertiveness, awareness. So when I feel rushed or when you feel hurried, um, you might feel some physical symptoms. You might feel fidgety, restless, your heart rate is quick, um, your breathing might be a little bit more shallow. So, um, when we are in this mode of survival, it is hard to think clearly. It is hard to pray and to be connected with the Lord because we're in that lower region of our brain. We're not able to think in those higher functions and make clear decisions. So take a deep breath. Take lots of deep breaths. Exhale as long as you can. That sends a signal to your body, to the vagal nerve that you are safe. You can rest. So first, notice, become aware of how you are feeling in your body. Take it back down, come back to center, and then you can more clearly pray and understand what the priorities of the Lord are so you can walk with him, so you can trust him, so you can be assertive, so you can also look out for others. I think of Jesus looking out for that woman who was bleeding when he was on the way to heal Lazarus. To heal Lazarus. Um, you know, I think of when I'm driving, if I'm not so focused on my own way and getting there on time, 
I'm able to be aware of how I'm driving. I'm able to be aware of others and being able to love others even on the road. And um, and that way we are really being protective um, of our health because we're <laughs> preventing injuries from car wrecks. Um, we're able to look out for others and we're able to look out for windows of opportunity. So especially if your life is pretty full, you're able to look for those times and those seasons because remember that for everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. So when you are able to be aware, you're able to see, oh, I've been looking out for a 20 minute window where I can, you know, do my physical therapy exercises or um, make part of dinner for tonight so that I don't feel rushed later. And then also I uh, talked about this with a group of college friends and they talked about um, some of the solution to being hurried was to not be distracted. Because often when we allow ourselves to be distracted by something, like when we get on social media or something on our phone, and then we realize, oh no, I only have five minutes to do this thing. And then we rush around. So being able to become aware helps you to slow down, stay in the present moment, look for those windows of opportunity, and do not let yourself become distracted. Okay, the last A is automation. What about when you can't always be self-aware? What can you automate? What systems or boundaries can you set in place? What can you put on the calendar? What rhythms do you have to take decision fatigue out of the equation? For example, I have started setting more alarms. I have set um, timers for when I need to take my supplements during the day. I've set a bedtime reminder on my phone. I don't always listen to it, but at least it is a reminder to say, you know, when I am in the zone or I am doing something, it is a check. It is a way to automate um, a healthier bedtime. <laughs> um, and then having those alarms in the morning that are set up throughout the week so that I can um, keep that circadian rhythm a little bit more normalized and lead to healthier hormones. You know, if you're trying to get a healthier um, schedule of meals in to be able to automate that, to put it on your calendar. Um and even creating an ideal calendar, this is a really fun practice to be able to say, what would my ideal day or week look like, you know, for this season? And to be able to, if you use Google Calendar, for example, you can color code things, you can put those in green. Like, oh, I would love to be able to get in a workout during this time um, before I get into the, the busyness of the day. Or maybe it's after work and you feel like, oh, I love to be able to just release some stress of the day by going to the gym or going on a walk outside. And I'm going to automate that. I'm going to put it in my calendar. I'm going to be assertive and communicate that need to, you know, those people that you need to communicate that with. Um, perhaps it's putting out your clothes for the next day so that you can take the decision out of that. Because in the morning, I know I'm a little bit groggy. It's hard to think clearly. Um, or signing up for a monthly membership. You know that's already built in. Um, you don't have to set up payment each month. It's just already there for you. So what are some of those healthy habits that you want to set in place and how can you automate them? That helps us from being rushed and from feeling hurried or frenzied um, when it comes to our health habits and prioritizing those. Okay, so let's do a quick recap. 
Number one, priorities. What is important to you? What is important to the Lord? How can you walk in those and surrender your plans for his priorities? Number two, trust. Understand what those priorities are and trust that God will provide. Number three, assertiveness. Be assertive with those boundaries. Lean on what you know to be true and allow God's power to be made perfect in your weakness. Number four, awareness. Become aware of how you are feeling so that you can be able to pray more clearly and look out for others in those windows of opportunity. Number five, automation. When you can't always be self-aware, what can you automate to take out some of that decision fatigue? Okay. I hope that some of these tips help you just next time you are feeling rushed and you are having those, um, that inner dialogue of, oh, you better hurry up right now. I even have this, had this the other night when I was brushing my teeth and I thought I need to get to bed right now. I'm already late. Um, on my bedtime schedule, I'm not going to get enough sleep. You know, <laughs> all of these thoughts were already snowballing while I was brushing my teeth. And I thought, it takes time to brush teeth. I am a human being. It takes time to take care of yourself. This is a good thing. There is a time for everything under heaven. <laughs> there is a time for every matter under heaven. So let's slow down because fear pushes, but love leads. I was feeling pushed by fear. Don't let fear push you around. Let love, let love lead the way. Let Jesus lead the way. Okay, let me pray for us before we go. Heavenly Father, um, I thank you that you are not rushed, um, God, but you call us to come and rest in you. I thank you for my friends. Pray that they would take their thoughts captive, that they would not be pushed by fear, but led by your love throughout their day that you have given them today. This is a gift for them to um, enjoy and to do good. I pray that um, some of these strategies can help to form um, and maybe tame that sense of rush and hurry because, God, that is not from you. But what is, is a quiet heart, a secure heart that trusts in you. So God, help us to rest and to trust in you. We take a deep breath in and exhale and give it over to you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, friends, until next time, may you rest in his grace and follow the joy. Hey, congrats. If you are hearing this, that means you've made it to the finish line. Give yourself a high five for me. Thank you for listening all the way through. I hope and pray this episode has blessed you so that you can more fully enjoy God, glorifying him and blessing others. If you want to talk about this episode with more Joyful Health friends, join our free Facebook community. Head to joyfulhealth.co slash podcast and get connected with us there. Before you move on with your day, would you consider taking a moment with the Lord in prayer to process what you have heard in the podcast. Ask God what he is revealing to you about himself and what you can do in response. 
And for all my regular listeners, thank you in advance for writing a review and sharing this podcast with someone else who is tired of the wellness rules and is ready to rest in God's grace and the Holy Spirit's power for their health. A big giant thank you to all our podcast guests and to my husband, Maddox Schuler for writing and recording our podcast music. It takes a village and we are glad that you are a part of ours.